It's time for Nicole Sandler. What's news from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. We're in the home stretch of this seemingly interminable election season. Voting ends Tuesday night, and then the real fun begins, she says sarcastically. As of early Friday morning, over 33 million early votes had already been cast. In addition to determining control of Congress and the survival of our American form of democracy, there's more on the ballot. California, Michigan, and Vermont will all ask voters to make abortion rights part of their state constitutions. Kentucky and Montana voters will weigh in on two anti-abortion ballot measures. Marijuana legalization in five states is on the ballot and changes to voting-related policies, including whether or not Nevada should adopt ranked-choice voting. If you haven't already done so, vote. A New York State judge on Thursday ordered an independent monitor to make sure the former president's property company, the Trump Organization, doesn't transfer any of its assets without court approval. Oh, yeah. The monitor was requested by the Office of New York Attorney General Letitia James, which has filed a $250 million lawsuit against Trump, his three oldest children, and the family's business, accusing them of, quote, staggering business fraud. Trump on Thursday filed a lawsuit against James, ignoring the advice of his lawyers. He said in the suit that, quote, while James does nothing to protect New York against violent crimes and criminals, she attacks great and upstanding businesses. He lost. That's why the independent monitor was assigned. Just saying. In other news, Paul Pelosi, the husband of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, was released from the hospital on Thursday, six days after an intruder attacked him with a hammer after breaking into their family's home. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery to repair a skull fracture and wounds to his hand and arm. The Department of Homeland Security said the suspect in the attack, David DePop, is a Canadian citizen who was in the country illegally. He could be deported. He entered the U.S., across the California-Mexico border as a temporary visitor in March of 2008. Canadians without visas typically can stay six months. Twitter told staff in a memo on Thursday that it would start laying off workers on Friday, part of the cutbacks Elon Musk said he'd make after he took over the company last week. Twitter started 2022 with more than 7,500 employees. News reports since he closed that $44 billion deal to acquire the company say that Musk plans to lay off up to half of Twitter's workforce. Several employees have already filed a class action lawsuit saying the layoffs violate the Federal Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act, which requires employers with more than 100 employees to provide 60 days written notice before a layoff affecting 50 or more workers at any single site. So here's how it'll work. An email sent Thursday night notified employees that they'll receive notice by 12 noon on Friday that informs them of their employment status. Twitter headquarters are closed on Friday while all of this shakes out. So have you gotten your flu vaccine yet? It's important. Health officials are reinforcing their recommendations for people to get the vaccines as this year's strain picks up its pace across the country. There have already been at least 880,000 cases of influenza, nearly 7,000 hospitalizations, and 360 deaths from the flu so far this fall. The numbers also show that there haven't been this many cases of influenza so early in the season since 2009. Doctors warn that it takes about two weeks to reach optimal immune protection after receiving a flu vaccine, so people who haven't gotten one yet really should do so now. And if you haven't gotten the newest COVID booster, do that while you're at it too. 
So some of us have been wondering why Oprah Winfrey has been so quiet lately. I've been quietly seething at her for foisting some real quacks on her very trusting following, like so-called doctors Phil and Oz. Well, at a virtual Get Out the Vote event Thursday night, Oprah finally spoke up and issued an endorsement for John Fetterman. She said, quote, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons. Still haven't heard an apology for foisting Oz on us, but maybe that's next. Say it isn't so, Israel. Unfortunately, it is. Prime Minister Yair Lapid on Thursday conceded and congratulated former Prime Minister Netanyahu for his right-wing bloc's victory in Israel's parliamentary elections. With nearly all the votes counted, Netanyahu and his allies, which include far-right lawmaker Ben Gvir, won 64 seats in the 120-seat Knesset. That's enough for a governing majority that would return Netanyahu to power. Unbelievable. Lapid, who ousted Netanyahu last year, and his allies appear to win about 51 seats. So consultations on forming a new government will start after the results are certified on November 9th. Moving on. It's fall, so time to fall back. Yep. Saturday night, Sunday morning, 3 a.m. becomes 2 a.m. Clocks fall back one hour overnight, unless you live in Hawaii and most parts of Arizona. And as for the calls for year-round daylight savings time, maybe let's make it year-round standard time. Apparently, daylight saving is much worse health-wise because it throws off our natural body clocks. Either way, enjoy the extra hour of sleep this weekend. I got the And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.